0: And we are finally live. Welcome to Double Fall. Where two faults don't make an ace. I'm Pratap. And I'm Ruto. Bro, Pratap, I'm super psyched to be here, man. I mean, how long has it been? Like been so many months of this project where we've been planning and everything. And then today, on the 20th of October, we are we are finally out, out here, man. Dude,
1: I still remember the call you gave me like a couple of months ago, man. You were like calling uh, calling, and then you were telling me how, you know, you want to do something different for the tennis community here. And look, here we are, man. You know, we discussed about this. You you threw me the idea of having a podcast. And man, this is up and running. And I must say, man, you did a great job. Look at the back end, man. I'm amazed. I don't know about the rest of you guys joining in today. A very good evening to everyone here. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't give me too much of the credit, lah, bro. I mean,
0: you, 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 we, we work together to, to get this running. But, you know, yeah. uh, I think you, you touched on, you touched on Double Four a little bit. So I think at the very start, before we even go into anything, uh, I actually want to introduce everyone, uh, properly what Double Four is. So, uh, like you said, uh, Double Four, you know, is this, uh, live podcast, this conversation between the two of us. And it's something that, uh, I mean, based on our knowledge, it's not something that has been done before in, in Singapore and i think we both share a very strong passion of wanting to do something for the tennis community and uh i my my personal belief when uh you know when, when i started when i came up with this idea and you know you you were very supportive when you're in it was that this podcast was meant to uh you know just drive some conversation hopefully we can get some discussions going uh you know get get all the you know our, our tennis community is huge and i, I hope that the double Pop podcast will be one of the catalysts that get people talking and everything. man.
1: Bro, that yeah. was such an emotional speech, bro. I almost cried right there, man. I mean, I mean, yeah, man. I mean, I'm with you on that. I mean, this has been, you know, months in the making. You know, yeah. we've been sharing a lot of ideas back and forth. And we've been thinking about how best to do this. And we're finally here. This is our very first episode. And, yeah. you know, I am excited, man. I am really excited about the prospect and... Dude, why don't you just share with us what we got planned here today?
0: Yeah, so I mean, any more, any, we talk anymore about ourselves and people are probably bored, man. I mean, we we are. I'm just a regular guy, regular Japanese guy eating sushi, man. I don't think people are interested, alright? So, yeah, but man, uh, I mean, I love sushi, but I think we gotta move on. <laughs> yeah, we gotta move on. So, uh today, uh, we're gonna serve to you guys the topic of NROC, alright? So these four alphabet right? Uh, are probably the m- four most hated alphabets for tennis coaches uh, apart from uh, MMTF of course I think those four alphabets are equally bad but I know uh, yeah. since we're talking about tennis right so we just talked about the four alphabets of uh, NROC which are uh, in short right in case you didn't know was the National Registry of Coaches right as his name I think the name explains everything so before we get into anything right man Pratap what, what, were, what were your initial thoughts when when you know NROC
1: was or at least you found out about NROC uh well NROC when it first came to me was like like a form of control like here we are here to control the coaches uh that's the first initial impression I got um but when I when I got more information about NROC I learned about what it actually meant and I like it I mean I don't know I don't know whether that's a popular comment but I like it I like it I like, it. I like the purpose of it you know uh, it's not about control per se but what it does is it gives you an opportunity to be a lifelong learner and you know we're in Singapore it's a very competitive environment regardless of industry and I feel that if we are going to use that same ideology in tennis it makes sense. You know, you've got to continuously develop yourself and continuously learn the latest trends in the sport to be ex- excelling in it. So, you know, NRC is just another way to get you there and maybe meet a certain standard. Yeah. Well, sounds like you are one heck of a, a proponent of lifelong learning, man. Oh, yeah, man. Hey, dude, you know something, you know, when when, uh, when Leba came up with the Lifelong Learning Institute, look at uni, right? Yeah. I was excited, man. I was like, sign me up. Yeah, yeah. Use all my credit.
0: <laughs> yeah, your skill future, right there, man. But yeah, man. No, but I mean, you you raised some very interesting points. But for me, the initial thought was just wah wow, another set of you know restrictions and like hurdles to clear, and it was like just just obstacles and just so troublesome, you know. I mean, when you see the initial like stuff that we needed to do, so like you know. Uh, what 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 do we have? What do we need to? What do we uh? What are we supposed to have? Like uh, the you know the standard first aid, uh, foundational mm. sport science, uh, your SG coach level one, and then obviously the the most important
1: one is the SG coach technical, which was the ITF level one, right? But yeah, I, I mean, I I'm gonna like just cut in there and say that, I think you can we can both agree that your first aid is going to be critical, man. I mean, if your kid on the tennis court is having a stroke and you don't know what to do, that's going to be a problem. So, I think that, yeah, I mean, before NROC, we might not be required to be first aid trained. And now we are. And yeah. besides kids in, in you know, protecting the kids we teach or adults we teach or seniors we teach, I think that... um by having the first aid course being a compulsory component of the nroc makes it makes sense to me man what do you think about the rest
0: uh for me like you see when i look at foundational sports science i mean that sounds like great very relevant use uh knowledge that that can be applicable right so no good good to good no uh probably uh well i mean i don't think you will ever become bad if you You know, uh, sport science. And I think, I think we, I I took the, I took the exam recently. Uh, not, not too, a little bit challenging. Uh, but you know, it makes you study and everything. So at least you, you learn something. Hopefully, there's, I, hopefully, I remember some. Uh, and then of course, the SG coach level one theory, right? I honestly, I don't remember much except, uh, values and principles in sport or something like that. So apparently, I'm, I'm now certified to have,
1: to teach people how to have values and principles uh, or something like that. And I have no idea. Uh, so yeah, I mean I mean I think that's the whole that's the whole thing, right? I mean, as we evolve, you know, Singapore's taking a more holistic approach to sports in Singapore, not just tennis. So by being holistic, one very key component is adding values and principles in sports, right? All about character development. I love that, man. I do. What do you think? You think it's it should be more result orientated What do you think? Hmm. Well, I mean,
0: teaching character is good lah. Huh? I mean, uh, don't really want my son to go around or my future children or, you know, any, I'm sure parents don't want their kids to go around breaking records or cursing at umpires, that kind of stuff lah, you know. I think that that's, yeah, not, yeah. that's not the what they want. Um, but for cursing on our at umpires, huh? Cursing uh, at yeah. umpires, yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah. On, on our end, it's like, you know, wow, I need to attend this course, you know, couple of nights, need to go down, take an exam. Uh. Although the Foundational Sports Science even I think uh, recently uh they, they made it off like entirely offline. So you just kinda study at home and you head down for the exam kind of kind of situation. Not so bad, I guess. In terms of our side as coaches, uh you know time consumption
1: wise, not too bad. Yeah, so I usually sure? I mean from the on-the-ground conversation I have, I think a lot of coaches don't wanna spend so much hours doing this. They're already coaching. It's tough for them to commit, right? I mean, yeah. that's one of the arguments that, that exactly. I feel. But for me, it's like, well, you got to do it. You know, this is what's required. If you're going to coach in Singapore, then you got to have a certain standard about you. And we got to have a uniform standard about us. And as long as we're all like-minded in our approach and methodology in coaching, then we see ourselves grow and become even better, right?
0: Yeah. But you know, like we can talk so much about you know uh sports, uh, or uh, sport science, uh, uh, this level one coach thing, of first aid, uh. But I think the, the the two biggest like um stumbling blocks of this new policy, right, that that makes that makes it very polarizing or like make coaches you know they don't really like this thing. Are are the firstly the benefits? You know, benefits for me, first thing I see, really not good enough. And secondly, I think it's down it boils down to the, the technical part. So I think we we'll want to start talking a little bit about the benefits first. Okay. So I think the benefits, right, is something that we can all see on the website. Right? Yeah. And uh, nothing we, really we it you want me to run it me, through man.
1: you now. You want me to run it through you?
0: Yeah, I mean if you feel free to let me, I probably won't get any more impressed, man. I've seen it before, I mean seen it a few
1: times. wrap my eyes and see. Alright, for those of you who are just joining us, we're talking about the benefit of NROC and I'm going to, you know, summarize it for you guys, okay? So, here it goes. Okay, first benefit, uh, you get to attend continuous coach education workshop or special events for free or at a cheaper rate, okay? Free, cheaper, okay, good enough. Uh, You get access to an online profile. Um... I assume that this is through the NROC database. Uh, I believe it's called Find a Coach. Yeah, that yeah. would be the database. Yeah, that one. So, yeah, so you get to have people look you up through that profile. Yeah. Okay, not too Um, You get access to book seminar rooms. This is probably one of the best one I ever heard, man. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know about you, but I haven't actually booked the seminar room, but you can, and it's for free at the Singapore Sports Library. Um, I think the, the room can hold about 20 to 30 people but there's a clause here of course it has to be a discussion about sports I mean you cannot hold you cannot hold uh uh. I mean you cannot book the room and then suddenly talk about something else right Sh- I share what my life cannot you can or you can even do KTV I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, jokes aside I mean uh, and no you no, don't that was something really interesting I want to highlight. That was a coach development grant. Okay, yeah, that means they yeah. pay you to go and study. That was amazing, man. I, I, You know, if I had the opportunity to get across that early, man, I would be signing up straight away, man. I'll be the first applicant probably. Yeah, but it sounds you like know, a scholarship, but, uh, right?
0: That sounds it like does. a
1: scholarship. Bro, free money, who will say no, bro? Yeah, but that's all well and good. But, uh, but sadly, right, they changed... The whole, the whole backend of it. I'm not sure why, but on first, as of first April 2018, that kind of disappeared into something that it's a fund for the for the NSA, which is Singapore Tennis Association, and for them to curate different forms of programs and engagement for coaches. So that's 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 about it. I mean, that's that's actually the benefit, bro. Oh, that's all. Right, huh?
0: Okay, I thought, it was, I
1: thought it was longer. I wish it was longer. I mean, I can continue to elaborate, but same facts here, yeah. man. I mean, what do you, okay? out of all the, of that, right, what is the one that impresses you the most? Wow. <laughs> this, this question is stumping me, man. Uh, probably the, the grunt
0: before that, I think it has to be the best thing. The yeah. fact that there is that grant is is amazing because that definitely will compel a person who is interested to study to study even more right and that's that's kind of what you want that's how you de- continuous development right
1: yeah like hello exhibit a I'm, I'm ready to study so yeah I mean yeah I mean yeah for me right I, okay for me the out of what they offered here yeah. I think would be the access to book a seminar room I, I I'm not sure what I'm gonna use it for but for free I mean we're talking about maybe you go anywhere else and book a seminar room. We're talking about three, four hundred dollars a site for a couple of hours. Yeah. So I think that's a real benefit, but I'm not sure how useful it is. And I yeah. think that's the key. Here. I mean,
0: I don't know what what coaches would want to do with a seminar room with the size of twenty to thirty people. Like I don't yeah. know. I <laughs> really you know what I'm gonna do conduct a yoga, yoga class or something. <laughs>
1: Bro, if you conduct yoga class, then what do I do, bro?
0: <laughs> I have no idea what exactly, bro. So, so like th- these are the benefits, right? So if if there is a policy like that that is trying to get coaches to buy in, and this is the benefits, how are you gonna get people to buy in? Like, like, I mean, I'm not interested at all, right? So, mm-hmm. like, I think one of the benefits was um, you get to work for organizations that are looking for NROC personnel, right? So, yeah. what what yeah. are they? But what organizations? MOE. I only know of MOE, and uh, yeah. obviously the organization that we are both working at, Energy yeah. right? So yeah. apart from these two, right, I don't think I know of any other places, especially private side, who are look specifically specifically hiring an NROC coach. So so what what is yeah. my incentive to do that if I'm not gonna work at these two places?
1: You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. there there has to be a stronger you know incentive. Okay, um I, I have a few. Uh, I like to mm-hmm. run by you. Imagine this, huh? If you are a fully registered coach, like right? a full registered you analogy, give me money, coach, right, yeah. You get priority tennis court booking. I I'm not sure of the back end required there, but that would be amazing, man. I think a lot of them will like that's a real push factor, right?
0: Yeah. I mean that sounds great already, right? Like priority to, to book a court. I mean I mean you guys everyone knows, right? The 1 pm scramble on the ActiveSG app. The legendary yeah, 1
1: PM scramble. Yeah, don't ever I tell you, if, if you are not a coach and you're tuning in and you have a coach, don't ever call your coach at 1 p.m. He will hate you forever. <laughs> Probably won't take you as a student anymore. Just just a word of advice, uh. Yeah, man. Um here's here's another benefit. You know, I, I'm a big fan of Nike. Um you you being Japanese. Not being a stereotype but you love uniqlo as well
0: oh, i i um, do because it's cheap
1: <laughs> well but dude cheap or not imagine if you got 40 percent off uniqlo bro your apparel man because you're a tennis coach you're nroc registered isn't that amazing
0: yeah my even my underwear tomorrow so uniqlo bro. that happens Seriously. <laughs> no doubt man yeah but i mean that, that's great man that sounds great right like finance i mean it's financial incentive and also convenience yeah. incentive. But I mean, I'm not saying that it always has to be money related, but you know, like you yeah. suggested, the convenience factor about booking the court one day earlier or two days earlier kind of thing. Yeah. It, it changes a lot. It makes it so much better for us. I mean, like, oh. I mean, I was as creative as you, creative as you when it comes to coming up with new incentives. But I mean, oh. even these two is good enough.
1: Oh, I got one more, man. Oh, I've been waiting mind. to it out of my mouth, man. Blow my mind, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Okay, how about, you know, having a subsidized insurance for coaches who are not well? We all know coaches are self-employed. There'll be days that we're not able to work because we're sincerely not well. And that yeah. means zero income for the day or for the next couple of days. If we have some form of insurance that covers us, wow, I'll be impressed. Uh,
0: that, sounds, that, sounds, that sounds fantastic like. I mean I think um, healthcare or just um, what's that uh, salary kind of insurance or something I mean all these kind of little things that shows that um, uh, you know coaches are being cared for and you know we're not forgotten right It's it, it goes a long way it shows it's a gesture and it shows that we are caring about the ecosystem we're not only yeah. just looking at the players right but like coaches yeah. also form the bedrock of our sports community lah, right? And yes. I think if the NROC is trying to build a registry to see all the coaches in Singapore, right? Then you give them some kind of, you know, this kind of thing to protect them. I mean, people happily sign up and you get a massive database of who's in Singapore, who's coaching and everything. And then coupled with like, let's say the grants that we're talking about. I mean, bro, it's, it's,
1: it's, it's going to go a long way, man. It's really going to go a long way. Yeah, I mean I'm already excited for it. So if you tell me with these benefits, man, dude, I'll be an ambassador, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. And I mean the other thing, right, was Oh, I one know, it was quite funny. Right? Um okay. the and the benefits for the employers. I mean, wow. it's literally just the, the benefit was literally just uh they are NROC endorsed and they follow the NROC guideline. But wow. Th- th- that's it bro. That, that's, that's literally all they
1: say. I mean yeah. Uh, f- it's rough if i mean, see like that I mean, yeah really too i mean like if you ask me like like you mentioned there's there's a lot of work to do for the benefit part you know you know i think they've done a relatively good job in creating this coach education framework like from going from NCAP and becoming more relevant with the SG coach program i think that's great you know but like like, we just, uh, you know, identified here, man. I mean, like you said, the benefit needs to be a lot better. A lot better. Yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah, you know, so. i I just been thinking about it, right? Like, we've been talking about the incentive that you would receive if you were to become a full NRC member. Dude, I, I mean, like, Rito, like, what about what it takes to become a full member? Like we talked about the first aid and CPR and AED. Yeah. We talked about uh your SG Coach One, which yeah. is run by Sports Singapore through I think Republic Poly. Yeah. And we talked about the fundamental sports science. Yeah. I think it's time to get into the level one technical, right? So maybe you want to share with us what your thoughts. So
0: I think um yeah, I think this this um STA, uh, ITF level one, right? So it's something that is hosted by our, our NSA, the Singapore yeah. Tennis Association. Uh, so in order for us to gain this SG, the technical, right? Uh, mm. or equivalent, generally the only way for us, according to my own research, is to be certified in the ITF level one. Which I mean, it's all in good, fine, fine, in good, right? I mean, just, just certified by, by them. Uh, I mean, I think one of the challenges is, um, the course, I think, is only hosted once or twice a year. So that, that's one. That's the first challenge. Uh, the second one is the equivalent. You know, maybe you're not, for some reason, you don't like ITF. I don't know. Like, maybe or you don't you don't really agree with the way ITF, you know, does certain things, which is fine. I mean, there's different coaching philosophies. So then yeah. you are going to look, you're going to explore, like, different organizations. So we're looking at, like, the PTR, the, the RPTs the USDA, and I can list a couple of alphabets and you probably won't even know whether they are real tennis associations or not. <laughs> yeah, but okay. Tennis Australia, TA, and so yeah. many others. Um, and then some of them, okay, some of them, uh, from what I heard last time, mm. qualify as an equivalent. But not mm. everything out there uh, qualifies to equivalent. So I'll give you an example. Lah. So okay. AATC, it's uh, hosted by Savita, if I'm not wrong or at least Savita has some partnership with them. I don't think that is a recognised one, recognised um, or at least equivalent to the ITF level one in terms of, you know, allowing me to become a full membership, right? Okay. So then, that is something that's accessible in Singapore. Whereas the other ones that are equivalent are like maybe in Spain or, or US or Australia. You know, so I, I, need to tra- I need to pay to travel there. I need to pay for the course and accommodation and every single thing. And then I come back with the certificate. Or pray, pray every day that someone is going to host a course in Singapore, right? Yeah. So with that, right, that means generally with all these hurdles, the ITF level one is our our only like option.
1: So I'm not saying it's
0: a bad thing, but uh, because there are some challenges in that, like um, I mean, for for example, now you know COVID, you got that number of people, right? Mm-hmm. So only that many people can qualify. Or the other thing is like you know people are asking like, how come some of my certifications cannot uh, cannot qualify? And I mean, then I start to think about how uh, I'm guessing uh, whoever decides whether it's equivalent, I'm uh, whether it's STA or ITF. But, I mean, if you're going for a two-day course, one-day course, three-day course, versus like, you know, the ITF level one, I think it's like two weeks long. And it's how many hours of yeah. a, a, a every day, we're talking about 100 hours over a week. Versus, you know, a three-day course, how many hours can you do in three days? 20 hours? 24, 25 hours? So the, the, the rigidity, the uh, the comprehensiveness of a 100-hour course, you, you cannot you cannot argue against that. And, yeah. and so that's why I can I can understand why, you know, they only allow a certain courses to be recognized as equivalent. Because I'm sure some of the courses overseas or the ones they bring in here, they're a little bit longer. I'm sure they're more comprehensive and rigid. So
1: yeah, I mean, yes, it, long, man. What, what do you think? yeah i mean we talked about lifelong learning right (laughs) yeah um dude i mean you're right i mean you're right there are so many variations or rather so many different courses out there for tennis and no one says you cannot take them you see that's the thing you know you as a coach you are you have this blank canvas to create your own methodology so where do you source your information you go for courses what so all your courses you go for Go for it. Continue to go for it. Go and educate yourself. Get different perspective going on. And at the same time, go get yourself certified with your local, your local NSA, your local body. Because you are a coach in Singapore, you have to abide by the rules and regulation of our NSA. You know, so, you know, maybe someone might think that, you know, like, oh, it's, they are very rigid. They don't consider the causes. That's the reason behind it, right? So, if you look at that whole dynamics, right, like our NSA, Singapore Tennis Association, are endorsed uh, and sanctioned by the International Tennis Federation. So, they have rules to follow. They cannot be endorsing any other certification. You know, politics aside, that kind of makes sense because... ITF is, is providing some form of funding and support to our NSA. Yeah. So, in return, they have to endorse only certain courses. And the STA level one is one and probably one of them only. Okay, yeah. So, it kind of makes sense to me. But at the same time, it shouldn't limit you as a coach. Go out there, go and explore, learn. Go and learn anything and everything you want about tennis coaching and apply what you feel is right for you.
0: Oh, that, was, that was motivational. I'm, I'm like, I'm not gonna stay all night and study like, right now. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But, but I mean my my okay, bro. Today I, I I I just happened to come across this like uh quote, okay, it's not a quote line, I mean someone just someone made a random remark. I mean yeah. I don't know who this guy is, but okay. he made a very important point, right? That I was just like, wow, actually this guy made a lot of sense. So he says that if you are a coach and you truly believe in your craft, right, you don't actually need to be incentivized. To go and study or go and learn or self-improve. And I was just like, Wow. It's like just there, there is this argument that like that and I'm sure a couple of um anti NT la, but people who are not uh for NROC will say that. Why why do I need a specific certification to show that I'm good? Why must it be this one? Or why mm. do I even need certification? Like I can I'm good, just not certified by them lah. I mean, and I agree that's true. There are good coaches out there. Who, who are probably not certified. They are fantastic coaches. Don't so need certification. I mean, the, the famous example is uh Serena Williams. That I think the fella couldn't even really play tennis. Look at that fella has a hundred grand slams to his name or something. Yeah. So, but I can't really yeah. argue against that. But I think I I I think what made him fantastic was not his certifications, but his willingness to probably learn and find out about the sport. I mean, there's no way he can teach, her, teach someone to be a grand slam champion without
1: Learning about the sport, lah, right? That's is what I think. There's no way, yeah. Wow, I mean, yeah, I mean, that was that was a very interesting quote, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, you don't need to, you know, always get some form of incentive to go and learn and upgrade yourself. That shouldn't be the way. You as a coach should find your own motivation, or you should be motivated to go and study and learn on your own. That goes without saying, right?
0: Yeah. So, I mean that that was that was just. That, that that changed my perspective a little bit lah. You know, I, I, I just thought that okay, lah, I'm definitely gonna start studying. So I mean uh the NROC, you know, uh we, we talked a lot a lot about it, you know, the benefits and then you know the contentious part about the technical. But I think the 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 final part that we wanna talk about is whether does Singapore actually need this? Do we actually need such a policy? Like you know, we've talked about the benefits, you know, about the policy, like the benefits and contentious part about the ITF level one or the equivalent but the final question that I think that is also part of the discussion is does Singapore actually need such a policy a registry to so-called regulate or to ensure that you guys are actually or like we are actually starting and improving ourselves what What do you think man?
1: What? That blew your mind up. It is I mean dude that that is a multi-part question man I mean um Ryuto, if you're asking me, right, my my simple answer is yes. I think there should be some form of standard of coaching. There should be some form of uh, control or rather guideline that is provided by our sports governing body for us coaches to follow. You know, and I think the NROC is very important. It's needed. We need to know who are actually coaches. Not any Tom, Dick and Harry can come in and say he's a coach and then go ahead, coach. I mean, that's all well and good. I'm sure there is. But we don't want the wrong people to come in and spoil the sport, right? We don't want someone who has a bad intention teaching younger kids to be, you know, spoiling the sport for the wrong reason, right? So, NRC plays that role to actually kind of protect the sports in general by having us being registered. So, I believe as a background check, but, you know, I think you mentioned something about, you know, different countries having uh you know, like a standard of coaching and how it helped. Do you recall I ever saying that? You no, I didn't that? I
0: mean like they, every there are different countries and their own organizations. And then they, they, they I mean I assume the organizations have this general philosophy Right. Mm. But uh do countries have their own uh coaching style? I'm not sure. Mm. Possibly. But, I mean, on that topic, right, uh, I, I personally feel, uh, right, I and mean, I, I don't really say this too often, but it looks like I'm going to say this now live, <laughs> but I okay, I, I truly go. believe, right, because we are such a small country, uh, that I think it's just better, I mean, because of the numbers, numbers, right, like, uh, you know, small countries, that means a smaller pool of players. I, I think maybe it's better if, you no, know, we have a standardized way, a certain direction, that we want to steer all our people around rather than
1: leaving it, you know, open.
0: Mm. Now, that, that was just what
1: I wanted to do. That was just my take. Okay. Um, but at the same time, it should not restrict. I mean, yeah. we can have a standard, but it should not stop us from exploring and creating our own teaching methodology. So that, that is an important part here. And I don't think NROC stops us and say, look, you must only do our course and then don't do any other course. Yeah, right. It doesn't ever say that, so that's all well and good. Yeah, ex-
0: exactly, right. I mean, uh, I mean, but obviously they need to. I mean, th- then it goes back to us, them also trying to help us go out to study. I think there are, pe- I'm sure there are people like us, or you know, anyone in general who wants to go and study. I mean, like yeah. money, yeah uh, there's the o- opportunity cost, bro. Like, I mean, yeah. in, in simple terms, it's just opportunity cost, and and R&D seems to make the opportunity cost very expensive for us, man. Yeah, like yeah, I mean, uh, for us, classes at I mean, night. We they, like I don't understand. It's a policy for coaches, and you are telling me that classes are run at night. Coaches are literally working harder than night. You know? I, mean, I don't understand? Like, come yeah,
1: on, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I'm with you on that, lah. I mean, uh, I did take a hit while doing some of the courses. That's yeah. no, I'm not gonna lie here. Uh, it's just that you know I try my best to look long term and then forget about what I am earning short term. I guess, uh. Yeah. <laughs> It's a tough one because not everyone, you know, can afford to say what I just say. Yeah. You know, they got family to feed and we don't know what they're going through. So I understand that. And I think that having your courses subsidized or, you know, giving flexibility to course timing also plays an important role there.
0: Yeah. So I mean, like, with, with this whole NROC policy, like, trying to see all the coaches out there, you know, like, monitor who's out there. I, I just personally think that the policy right now, as it stands, it's very, very half, like very half-assed. Like you know, they seem like they have an idea of what they want to do, like you know, create a registry, ensure that we study. But then, like the benefits are not there. Uh, it yeah. wasn't communicated well. Uh, mm. Or like they think, or like some market study or some some on the on the ground research believes that this is sufficient. Uh, that you know this policy is gonna get us get us out to do and follow accordingly. Mm. I mean that that's where it really, really fell short for me lah. You know, and kinda of, kinda of sucks because it feels more like oh I just I just need to do and like wow very thin. Mm-hmm. It's very tiring and stuff. So if they what really improve change? it better, it's, Yeah, it's-
1: what would you what would you change? Is it just the benefits?
0: Probably. I mean what what else could I change? Like employing employability benefits. I think it's not fair also to for for everyone to uh like say if you want to work at anywhere as a coach actually no let me take that back i think that if they should if they want to take this policy seriously they need to double down on it and say that if you want to ever coach in singapore right you need to be nroc certified whether it's provisional or food. Like i think that is the the like the more strong arm approach like that that maybe singapore should just go i mean we talked about it earlier right like Maybe because Singapore is small and everything, we kind of want to see all our coaches and make sure everyone is like, you know, doing something right, la. You know, like, yeah. Our time is precious. If you are, if we are spending time on the court, the kid is doing something that is really not helpful. I mean, that that's not great for me, lah. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, what? Let me give you a great example, man. The other day, I saw this this guy who was coaching a kid, this young girl. I think she's probably ten. She just she just didn't make like a couple of service returns. Fella went up to the net, grabbed two balls and just smashed it, hit it straight at her, man. Wow, I, wow, mind-blowing man, this guy. He won! I thought that's him bro, hit one more again. Then he he get ready for the third one and I'm just like, wow, come on lah. Dude,
1: I I mean real are you serious or what? Like, where was this? When was this? Back in the 1970s, bro. Then I can understand la.
0: Yeah, but wow, that was that was just tough, lah. I mean I I really don't want to see this kind of thing. I mean I'm not I'm not yeah. some like Nick Bolotary or anything, but you're hitting kids with balls like come oh, on bro don't i mean know that,
1: man. we all know that i mean for those of you who know coach Ryuto, we all know that you're a specialist in poison ball but <laughs> that's taking it to another level man oh, that one look you going for the body man he wasn't looking for the legs or something I'm like Whoa. you should report uh. i mean this kind i think you should step in uh. i don't know what Tom, is it? <laughs> oh, Mother he, Chip? yeah man either or man or even just walk up to him and say hey what are you doing I, I mean, I yeah, I would really go. I was
0: in shock, ma. I mean, really, I didn't expect to see that, man. Yeah. Really, not. Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah.
1: know how I would react if I saw that as well. So, yeah, but I don't so,
0: you know. go, Going back, like I feel that maybe that that's where NLC kind of might help. Like you know, we can kind of weed out guys like him who, I I mean, just, just that part is just just not right, man. Just so perhaps just having this NLC double down and make everyone really go through and everything. At least we have a. Oh was say a china big brother kind of situation like you know watching all of us I don't know what but possibly you know, but uh yeah i mean if n l c is done right in the long run and uh we can we can just get everyone in okay uh, whether by force or by coercion i'm I'm not sure or just people genuinely buying in uh you know, I feel that they really need to double down on it. maybe they can i mean if they Go like the other way, which is they they basically say that it's um it's compulsory, but they don't improve the benefits. I mean, that's not bad, not really
1: a great win, but probably a still a step in the right direction, I guess. Well, uh, well Ryuto, I mean, I'm hearing a lot of possible scenarios for NLOC yeah. from you, and you know, I I can't agree. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't agree less with you or couldn't agree more with you. I'm pretty neutral on what you're saying, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, if I were to put in my perspective, right? Um, it's, it's, um, it's a lot of give and take. You know? I think it boils down to if you're gonna coach in Singapore, then there are certain rules that you must follow. Just like if you're a citizen here there are certain rules you must follow. Just like when you're travelling here, you don't bring certain amount of drugs into the country. You, well, like you can't bring drugs, bro. What the hell are you saying? Oh, yeah, I mean, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. You cannot bring any drugs, please. <laughs> so you cannot bring any drugs. Thanks for the correction, but yeah. So, I mean, I think that it, it, we're very rule-centric and I, I think that's fine, but but if you're going to coach in Singapore, there certain rules you must follow. And one of the rules is being registered. You know, I, I think that, I think, uh, and I don't speak on behalf of them, I feel that they would love to have every single coach registered. I think yeah. that's what they love. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, they don't want it to be overwhelming. They don't want to be too enforceful. And they just want to take it progressively. So, they give you a timeline of three years to complete everything, to be yeah. fully registered. You know, and they tell you what they need. Uh, they, they improve as you go. You know, one, one key improvement they made was, we talked about fundamental sports science. Yeah. Last time, yeah. it used to be basic sports science. And it was a bit tougher than yeah. the fundamental sports science. So, yeah, but I wouldn't know yeah I, I did the basic sports science actually, yeah. so yeah, uh it was not easy, it was not easy uh, you know um not easy at all I mean uh yeah oh, sorry sorry, sorry, I'm so sorry, man and suddenly all the the, memory the memory. Is I couldn't talk already man <laughs> yeah, but uh, back to what I was trying to say is like so they did some improvement, you know, they do they did take some of the feedback that probably coaches are saying, hey, look, I'm talking about teaching community sports or community tennis. Why do I need to know? You know, angular motion and etc. You know, yeah. maybe I should take it down a notch. I know biomechanics is important for tennis, but hey, maybe not at the level. And maybe they took, they heard that and say, okay, you know what? You're right. Let's make it a bit simpler and get get that going. So
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. maybe who knows? Hopefully, you know, people are listening to our podcast here today, and maybe people from NROC who never the right know. people, right? Just need the right,
0: the right people right. to listen.
1: We just need the right people to listen. <laughs> they say, hey, you know what? These guys actually highlighted the benefits and you're right. Or, or maybe right. tomorrow
0: we get struck off NROC and permanently banned. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's
1: what right, I mean. Yeah, hey, because... By the way, you, you you mentioned that you we can, you know, sell me goring or something, right? <laughs> I think we should maybe. keep that business plan in mind, bro. Keep it aside first. Huh? Yeah, I mean because hey dude, like, I mean, we say all this, right? So here's the
0: here's the thing that we both probably don't know. We are both tennis coaches. Maybe we are just complaining on the tennis side of thing. Imagine maybe all the other sports are loving NROC and they're like fully signed up man, and then only us just whining like bloody sport brats. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, know,
1: it's just, uh, it's not... just
0: a tennis thing. You know? But it could be. Like, could be. Or, like, or like maybe the NROC needs to be sports specific. I don't know. But I mean possibly but probably not.
1: That, I mean... To a certain level, it is like That's why our technical is handled by our yeah. NSA. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, the coaching, the coaching component of it, the SG, uh, theory one. I yeah. think that's pretty general. Uh fundamental sports science is also pretty general, applicable to all sports. I would say, yeah. Hey, but yeah. um, you know, I think it's that time of that day where we say our famous three choices. The three choices. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, please. Ryuto, why don't you enlighten everyone listening us, listening to us today? What are the three choices here? So,
0: so our three choices, alright, uh, every time we have a topic, we wanted to come up with a rating system to hear what people actually think, uh, and I thought it was a very simplified version to just give your opinion, you know, whether whether uh, you think you like it or not. So, our three choices were the ace, the fourth, and the left. So... The ace obviously just means you're kind of in favor of it, or for it. The default just means you are no not against it. And then the lead is kind of like a 50 50 kind of situation. So, and then uh, I'm i going to give my verdict. Uh, my verdict for the NROC right now is uh, obviously the lead, you know, it's 50 uh. 50. It's definitely not an ace for sure. I mean, I mean, the furthest thing from ace is probably like myself right now, man. Yeah. <laughs> and like, in fact, no, I'm going to go one step further and say it's not just a lead, it's the kind of lead that, you know, I hit a good. I feel like I shot the ball really well. You know, you know, kind of toss the ball really well, and you swing, and somehow it just catches the net. You know, because that's what I think the NROC is. It was. It, it seems like a great thing, but just not, not enough. You know, not that one little bit not enough, which is all the things that we talked about today. So yeah, bro. What up? What do you think, man? What what's your verdict after this long discussion?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, Rito, you might not like this, but. As much as I'm an advocate for lifelong learning, right? I'm actually going to say it's a lead for me too.
0: Oh, okay. Um,
1: yeah. Look, for me, it's a little bit different. For me, it's a lead that has a potential to be an ace. Yeah. That, that's my perspective here. Yeah. So, let me explain. So, I believe in whatever NROC is. I do believe that all coaches should be registered. Um, they shouldn't be forced to register, but it should be a natural thing. You know, it should be a natural thing. Um, I think the framework is good. You know, I like how they 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 have incorporated certain elements, how they re uh rebranded the NCAP or and uh the national accreditation for coaches to become the SG Coach Excellence program. I like yeah. how they rebranded that and how they're going about yeah getting coaches to be lifelong learners. I love that. I think that whole framework structure and the, the whole hierarchy of things is great. Um, You know, I like how you can be a provisional coach, then you can be a full membership coach, and then you can become a senior coach and a master coach. Oh, master coach call your master, man. <laughs> yeah, man, call you master, bro. Master Ryuto. <laughs> no more coach Ryuto. Uh, that's all well and good. But, you know, the benefits, the pull factor, you know, um, that's a real letdown. You yeah. know, it yeah. feels like the benefits are supporting elements of your NROC membership. I feel yeah. everything there is just to support your membership. you know, It's not really yeah. a benefit, you know. Um, and I think that's something that they need to work on. You know, seriously look into it. You know, seriously look into it. I think that, you know, they can take some of the feedback and suggestions we gave here today, or they can come up with their own. But whatever it is, make it better. I think uh, anything can be better than what they have, honestly. But <laughs> yeah, right I mean, now. Yeah, exactly. Anything they so, can
0: throw in are fantastic.
1: Yeah, man. I, if they suddenly say free racket, okay. I, I, oh, free racket? So no,
0: free racket.
1: That's a dream, bro. Yeah, man, I mean. dude. You know, a sick autograph from Roger Federer. Why not, man, dude? they priceless. Oh, man. Dude, so it's like, I just feel the benefits need to be up on par. And I mean... Benefits is the first and immediate thing I would work on if I'm hearing this feedback. The other aspect is, you know, as tennis coaches, specifically, finding a way how we can make the courses that are required for coaches to attend a little bit more flexible. You know, like you mentioned, like night classes and stuff. And, you know, now with Zoom being very much accessible for most people, I think that, you know, having an online class, you know, a flexible or uh, learning learning ways, you know, flexible learning system will be great. You know, yeah. maybe you don't need a lecturer. Maybe it could be like university where we take and it's a black box and you attend a lecture when you want or, you, yeah. you know, you submit it when you want. Why not? Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. this this will be helpful. You can do whenever you want when you're free. You know, and I think that kind of thing really, really sets them apart. And if they are able to do that in my books, they will definitely be an ace. Yeah. So,
0: I mean right now, right, both of us are serving lets for this. Uh unfortunately we need three lets to make it a fault, so I guess it's still good. <laughs> yeah, so uh for everyone else who, who tuned in today, uh I think we're very happy to have you guys. Uh we hope you guys actually enjoyed our conversation. I mean I definitely enjoyed my conversation with Patabla, so that that's that was very important. <laughs> yeah, but um if you have any comments, any thoughts, uh feel free to share. You know, just just send us the message or even type anything right there. Uh, we'll be very happy to you know have a chat. Uh, we are here every week, every Wednesday, ten o'clock. Um, talking about all things tennis. Uh, feel free to join us. Uh, that that's all from me. Without any parting words?
1: Um, Rito, you you took all the best words out of my mouth. But let me just say, we're very happy to hear from you. Um, everyone here, I think uh your comments is very very important to us. We love to hear what is your opinion on NROC. Did we miss something? Did we, you know, or would you like to add on something we already said? Please let us know. Um but that's it from me, man. I'm very happy.
0: Or or if they violently disagree with anything we say, sure, man. I'm happy to hear violent disagreements. It's my favorite (laughs) thing, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So uh, with that, you know, thank you so much for joining joining us. uh, and we hope to see you guys next week. Bye bye. See?
1: Bye bye. Take care everyone.